otherwise on SAFM. Very good day to you, Mzansi. Welcome to Otherwise on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala. My producer is Hazel Makuzeni. And Albert Klassen is our technical producer for today. Our contact details are 0892102010. Email otherwise at safm.co.za. Tweets at otherwise SAFM or at Shadow Twala. Now, there's a new meeting place for women of Cape Town, Women's Zone, and they found a new home. Founder of Hippo Communications and member of Women's Zone, Beryl Eichenberger, talks to us about the women's library specifically. Marlene LaRue of Arscape gives us access to the Arscape Resource Center. Then we get more details about the Penguin Random House South Africa creating writing short course from course instructor Mike Nichols. But first, a lunch bite for today. Beloved communities formed not by the eradication of difference, but by its affirmation, by each of us claiming the identities and cultural legacies that shape who we are and how we live in the world. Otherwise, on SAFM. Now, Beryl is the founder of Hippo Communications, a boutique public relations company established on more than 30 years' experience in the media, retail, and promotions industry. Her company is renowned for its service, results, and passion. And Beryl joins me now on the phone, and she's also part of the team of Women's Zone. Beryl, hello, welcome. Thank you, Shadow, and lovely to speak to you again. It's been a while. It's been a while. (laughs) It has been a long while, but it's really nice to be speaking to somebody that I've worked with over the years. So thank you for that, but not the 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) Beryl, Women's Zone, I heard about it. It's more than a year and a half now, and it's just growing from strength to strength. Just tell us about the concept. What is Women's Zone? Well, I think the most important thing that we have to remember in Cape Town that it sometimes can be a very unfriendly place. Mm. And that, and I know that this has been discussed in the media often. Yes. But one of the, the concepts of Women's Zone, and as you probably know, um, the person who started it is Nancy Richards, Nancy, and yes. everyone knows Nancy so well. And um, the purpose is to get women to actually network and to work together and to come together in a way that they learn from each other, they share skills, they tell their stories. So it's about unifying and connecting women in Cape Town. So that's the underlying philosophy. And it's been tremendously successful. As you say, we've been going for about a year and a half now. We literally um, launched at the end of December, uh, sorry, the beginning of December in 2013, Mm -hmm. where we launched with what we called a walk and talk. Because, I mean, women walk but they always got to talk to each other <laughs> and the <laughs> we put together an incredible route of um, places of interest in Cape Town that have something some connection with a woman mm-hmm. you know I mean there's I think there's only two statues in, in Cape Town that are women's statues and I think they're both uh, one is Queen Victoria and the other is Bar- Maria van Riebeck so we need to change that we must change quickly. that very quickly <laughs> <laughs> but there are some uh, there are many places of interest in Cape Town that have a woman's connection mm. so what we put together with um map my way is uh, which you can go online and have a look at that is a walk around cape town that women can do or women and men whoever can do on their own and and um you can take the map from map my way or from the woman's own website Mm -hmm. and walk yourself through it 
from that, we, we actually did a, a short walk with the media. And, I mean, one of the, the, the places in Cape Town that I'm always intrigued by is the granary in Baconcourt Street. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a woman's prison. Oh, my word, I didn't mm, know that. Mm, apart from being a granary in a customs house, it became a woman's prison at one stage. So the, the history and the stories behind that are fascinating. And you, you, you start the walk at Charlie's Bakery. I mean, why not? Because it's woman-owned. <laughs> or you can end there. So you can do it as you like. Um, we did a short walk with the media um, at that stage. And now what I'm very delighted to say is that we now have a, a, something called a voice map. Okay. Which takes part of that walk and has recorded the in- interesting um, uh, venues to go to. So you can plug into your cell phone, put earphones in your ear, and you can do part of the walk with a recorded, um, with, 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 a, with um, voices telling you exactly what happens there in each of those areas. That's so very... It's like a guided tour, but by yourself. That is very exciting. Uh, but I don't think it's more exciting than having a group of women walk with you. Because well, I think... this is the whole thing. <laughs> <I> think... so, <laughs> so the Walk and Talk was one of the first projects. And added to that was our 13 Women Storytelling Series. And the idea here was to find women in various different communities. Because I think, as you know, Shadow, we tend to work in our own communities. We tend to live in our own communities. Mm-hmm. We don't often step out of the boundaries of our communities. Mm. Um, so we tend to work in silos. Mm. So the idea here was to get women from any community to go to another community, experience it from a specific woman's point of view. Mm. And the women who were nominated were women were women who had really excelled in their community, had been doing great things. And I think very importantly, what we're not um, focusing on is abuse or violence or Mm. anything like that. Mm. We are focusing on celebrating women's skills, what women, the way women have risen above challenges and succeeded. And we found some amazing women. So we've been from uh, Manenberg to Lavender Hill to Langer to Musenberg. We've met the most extraordinary women along the way. And we've had 13 women who have been part of this series. 13, um, should I mention, because it's monthly cycles as opposed to moon cycles as opposed to the month, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is very (laughs) woman-appropriate. And... What is more exciting is that all of these um, stories have been recorded. Oh, wonderful. I was going to ask and, that. Mm, now, and, and they've been transcribed, and they will be appearing in a book mm-hmm. that will be called Being a Woman in Cape Town, Telling Your Story. Okay. And at the moment, we're looking for funding for actually publishing the book, but virtually all the other work has been done. And we've included a number of short stories as well from Cape Townian writers. So the book is really something that if you come to Cape Town and you want to know more about how the women of Cape Town connect and unify, this is going to be a, a very popular book on the tourism circuit. Well, I can so, imagine. I can imagine, and I can imagine somebody send, listening to us now and thinking, how do I become part of this women's zone? Does one have to have, is there membership? How does one ab- ab- approach? 
Very simple. We have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. <laughs> womanzonect.co.za. Mm-hmm. We have a website, mm-hmm. www.woman, and it's womanzonect.com. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do also is if you want to be put on the database, and at this stage there is no membership fee. Okay. So what is happening this weekend, which is the most exciting thing, is after a year of sort of traveling around communities and having the storytelling sessions every month in a different community, Artscape, with the graciousness of Marlene DeRue, who you're going to be speaking yes. to, who, who gave us a space in their resource center to have meetings, which were more committee meetings than anything else, mm. has now given us a space next to the box office mm-hmm. on the ground floor of Artscape, which is the hub of, of Women's Own. Mm. And what mm. is happening on Saturday, so that I get all of this in... Yes, please. <laughs> ...is that everybody, man or woman, child, whatever, <laughs> can come along and meet the people behind Women's Own and be entertained with stories and performance and make connections and meet the women who are really making it happen in Cape Town. And I'm not referring to myself. I'm referring to all the women that I've met over the last 13, 14 months who are really doing amazing things. And part of that, so the, uh, the, the um, Women's Own at Arts Cave will be open on specific days and we'll announce that on Saturday. And uh, the event starts at 10 o'clock. It doesn't cost you anything. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the city, just pop in. You only have to come as yourself. Fabulously you. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to launch our women's library. That's what I wanted to time. know more about. And what's with the women's library? Is it, is it a library of books by women? On it's women? by women, about women, for women. So there's a number of non-fiction books, a lot of non-fiction books, in mm-hmm. fact, which cover areas from self-help to um, gen- gender issues, uh, food, decor, you name it, they are there. Mm-hmm. And then there is an area of fiction, which are stories by women about women. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment, we've got about 500 books which um, Nancy had collected over the years. They, are, they will be as reference at, the mo- uh, at present mm-hmm. until we've done the system of being able to lend art and start, uh, starting to build up a membership catalogue mm-hmm. rather than um, just people who come in and are on our database. You know, mm-hmm. we need to do it properly. Yes. But the books will be there. You'll be able to come in and sit down, and if you're looking for something, we'll try and find it for you, or we'll source the right place for you to get that information. So it's very much a starting point. It's it's um, modelled on the Glasgow Women's Library, mm-hmm. which has just started off very small, and I think they've had to move premises several times because they've just grown and grown and grown. So we see that there is an opportunity for a place for women to come to and be able to get information about women-friendly areas in Cape Town, be able to sit down, read a book, chat to other women. At, at uh, a later stage, we'll be doing workshops there, so it'll be skill sharing. It, it's an opportunity of growth and of connecting the women in Cape Town with all the. We we have such a diverse culture here, 
And we all have so much to learn from each other, and we are learning all the time. And I think, we, you know, the woman's zone really will form the hub of that. And it's so exciting to learn about other people's cultures. I, 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 you know, I'm blown away by some of the people that we've met and the challenges they've overcome and where they've taken themselves to just because they're inspired. Beryl, will I get a cup of tea there? Absolutely. <laughs> Where would we be without a coffee pot or a teapot? Yes, because, you know, these conversations happen beautifully with a cup of tea or Well, a cup I mean, of that's what women are all about. Yes. It we sounds talk all, over tea. Absolutely. It sounds all very exciting. Now, well, if somebody, because as you're talking about this library, I'm excited. And I'm thinking, yes, Nancy must have collected a whole lot of books, but I'm sure you still require more. Absolutely. We would welcome books to be donated that are, you know, for women, about women, by women. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they can be uh, non-fiction or fiction. And in fact, we have been so lucky, and I have to mention this. We, we, had, we were given this space, and literally it's a glass box. And um, the CCDI, the Cape Craft and Design Institute, have donated some furniture to us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So we've got lots of bookshelves now, apart from a books trolley, which was donated to us by Quali Books very, very generously. So the books trolley is full of 500 books at the moment, but the shelves are waiting to be filled. Wonderful. So we would really welcome donations of books. That would be amazing. Absolutely. And I see you've got Dr. Maria Palima speaking. There yes. Today. I mean, what an inspiration she is. And yes. how brave. Yes. And I, I think bravery probably underscores a lot of what we've heard. You know, here is a a woman who has really dragged herself up by the bootstraps, studied to be a doctor, become a doctor, and then realized what was happening and walked away from it. Well, I think there's uh, each and every one of us has a Maria Palema inside of us, but I don't think we are brave enough to get her out. Very often not. Yes, yes. And hopefully Women's Own can cultivate that bravery. Well, I, I mean, we've had one woman, Maura, who just completely extraordinary at 16 she lost her leg to cancer and she was a swimmer apart from um being a, you know sort of wanting to go to university and everything else and she completed her university degree and she carried on swimming and more recently um a couple of years ago or no sorry last year i think it was she actually swam to robin island and back mm you know, to raise funds. Mm -hmm. Now, that is a story of extraordinary courage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And those are the stories that we've been hearing. And those are the stories that are going to be in the book. And what we will be doing is we are, we've already started a storytelling evening, which coincides with the first Thursdays. Uh, you know, this sort of arch night that happens in Cape Town. Mm -hmm. So we've been, we started off in February this month with a storytelling session at Mogalakweni Gallery in Church Street. And we had stories told there. And it's, it's going to become an open mic opportunity. Fantastic. So at the moment, on a monthly basis, we're going to be doing these stories at Mogalakweni Gallery in Church Street on the first Thursday of the month as part of the art night. And then we'll also be doing storytelling sessions at Woman's Own at Artscape. 
Well, Beryl, there's a lot of information to take in there. I know. So I, I hope somebody comes in on Saturday and gets all of it. But you're also on, on Facebook and you We're have on a website. Facebook, and if you want to be um, part of the database, um, you, all you need to do is email info at womanzonect.co.za. Lovely. Lovely. Thank you, Beryl, and all the best here. I look forward to the, the Map My Way, is it? I hope you're going to be there on Walk Saturday. and talk and map my way. That's what I want to do. <laughs> well, you'll find the map also a link through on our website too. Thank you so much, and good luck. Eh? Thank you very much, and I, I, may I just say thank you to Marlene LaRue, who I know you're going to be interviewing because this forms part of their open day at the Arts Cape Resource Centre, and if it wasn't for Marlene, we wouldn't have a space. And send Nancy our congratulations. We will do. Thank you so much. Thanks, Shadow. You take care, Beryl. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sounds amazing. So if you are in Cape Town, you want to network with some women, and then they're doing amazing things. Storytelling, always lovely to hear. Um, but I'm, I'm interested in the walk and talk around the city just to find out um, interesting places about women who lived before us a long time ago and what their stories were. I can't believe that uh, there was a, 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 a woman's prison right in the city centre. Okay, we'll take a little break. Coming back, yes, we're going to talk to Marlene LaRue of Artscape after this. Otherwise, on SAFM. I got another quote today that says, a woman who walks in purpose doesn't have to chase people or opportunities. Her light causes people and opportunities to pursue her. Welcome, Marlene LaRue. Hello, darling. Hello, Shadow. So How are you? To you again, my friend, my beautiful friend. Listen, um, uh, congratulations. Thank you for giving Women's Zone the space. You know, it's not just about the space. It's about connections that women need to make. Mm. And, and also to look at where the space is allocated. It's important that we need to mention that my city is nearby, mm. the trains, the metro rail is nearby, the mm. taxi. Because we need to look at the accessibility also of the venue. There's also a space which I feel it lends itself to everybody. It's not a political space. Mm. It is not a religious space. It's where women need to get that freedom that I can come and needs to connect to other women, but also to tell their stories. For us, it's very important to mention also that Women's Zone has partnered with Artscape when we started with the walk, the Humanity Walk, mm -hmm. last year with our Women's Festival. Mm -hmm. And the walk we started on the 9th of August to say, let's walk with each other, let's talk with each other. Mm -hmm. And we started at the cathedral last year and then come to, came to Artscape. The same we're going to do um, this coming year, that... The Women's Festival and the Month of Women Month is about how women can be the change agent mm. in our society because women all these years were the change agent and we now need to reconnect again. Why we were excited as Artscape when they approached it, it's not about Artscape, it's about Women's Zone. Mm. was mm. the mere fact that they came and say, we are an organization that connects people across racial lines, mm. across cultural barriers, and most important, across geographical areas. Mm. Because we are still trapped in the geographical areas of the apartheid era. And how we can change mindset is when we take steps 
to cross those borders. And this is what this Women's Zone is about. And this is where, when people come to the hub at Artscape, which will be, the persons will be involved there, is from Women's Zone. So it's women talking to women. Mm-hmm. And also be a networking space for women to come, to reconnect with themselves, but also to get other information. Because it's not so easy sometimes to unlock your own, besides prejudices, because your own where you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And this is the journey without talking. This is not a talk shop. Without talking to empower women with literature, that's why the books are so important, mm-hmm. and to connect with researchers that is out there already, but to look at evidence-based, how we action this to change really women's lives. And this is what we want to do, is to look at how do we consolidate in a space which is user-friendly, but also not to say that you're a victim. This is what Women's Own Space at Artscape means for the public. Do you know, Marlene, it's very interesting for me, and, you know, because the the Resource Center is is also there, but your work also as Audience Development and Education um, Director at Artscape I, I think there's no better opportunity to 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 convert, you know, all these women who come with women's zone, and not not convert. I suppose not, that's not the right word, but to engage those women with with the actual work that Outscape does. But I want to talk to you more about that. I'm going to ask you to stay on the line for us uh, because we need to take news headlines now. And I, I just want us to expand on that, you know, the, the benefits of the Resource Center and Women's Zone coming together. So please do stay on the line for me, Marlene. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Otherwise, on SAFM. He was there all along. Marlene LaRue is the Director of Audience Development and Education at Artscape, and we're talking about the Resource Centre as well. Marlene, so it, it, there's a, a, a definite marriage there, right? Oh, definitely. It's what the Resource Centre is that we provide and make a wide range of information and references, materials to the local and, and emerging arts communities. Why are we doing this is in particular, like for instance, we're going to start with financial literacy for artists and organizations. Mm-hmm. Because we assume everybody's on the same page when we need to apply for the lotto, when we need to apply for the arts councils. Because we are governed by the Performance Management Financial Act, which is the PMFA. Wonderful legislation um, that's been introduced to organizations. But then we don't realize the gap sometimes that we do have. And as ASCAP, we saw that gap and we say, okay, how are we going to empower community organizations to apply for the funding, to capacitate them, to look at skills, to look at governance issues, to look at training of people to drive their own projects. And that is why the particular, the resource center is to bridge the skills gap through capacity building skills transfer initiatives. So we make use of um, role models, mentors, mentorships, in the particular sector to come, practitioners, and we have creative capacities, organizations, where we unlock the potential and we look at how we can register them as organizations, mm. how they can also apply for, organiza- uh, for, for funds. It is where we have put, South Africa has wonderful laws, but how do we implement mm. those laws mm. on a local level? Because we, we sometimes think that 
And that comes the backlog of our education system as well. And also the infrastructure. Most of our community organizations were battening for years because they don't have infrastructure. They don't have a computer. They don't mm. have telephones. They don't. So how will they get to that? And also if you look at the lotto application forms, it is massive. It is you need to sit down, you need to look something. I don't even understand how we need to uh, uh, go and apply for these things. So how is a small organization going to cope with doing major work in their community Mm. as change agents, Mm. but they can't get funding? So Mm. we fill that gap. And being part of Women's Zone, the Women's Zone is also part of the resource center because they also have women on their books that wants to give mentorships, that wants to peer uh-huh. with, with other women, but mm-hmm. also with a broader community. And look at Nancy, for instance, a wonderful person that's been for long in the journalism uh, sector that wants to give back. Mm-hmm. To look at publicists, to train up young people to be publicists, mm-hmm. to train up young people to specifically write about the arts, because we need new critics as well. Yeah, we um, need new voices out there. We need new sure. voices out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So it is a natural fit. And what? We also now want to weaken the role that women's organizations need to play because women are bruised in our society. Women need spaces where they can feel safe. Mm. That they need that their voices need to be heard in a space where it's not just about words and promising. And this is why we said let's focus also for a space on women and not just say that it's now going to be a generic issue. It's not just a generic issue. It is a specific objective that we want to achieve. And then also it doesn't shut out the men, right? Because the, the men who come and support women. Oh, yes. Men we've invited on our women's uh, walk, on our humanity. That's why we call it a humanity walk. Mm-hmm. Because we want to put in the newspapers, not all men rape. Not all men abuse women, but we need to start where we say, let's walk against this. Mm-hmm. Let's take ordinary men. Even if you have a job as a cleaner, come walk with us because you are raising children and you are creating an environment for the new presidents. So we can't wait on politicians to look at the democratic values of our country. We need as citizens and as ordinary citizens of our country to walk the talk and not just looking at politicians. And this is what the women's zone is really manifesting by saying, let's let's we do the difference in our communities. Fantastic. Marlene, thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you for your time and congratulations. I think Saturday is going to be a very, very important date indeed. And uh, hopefully we get as many women uh, to understand and, and be part of it. Thank you and so much. And the men, and we say to you, Shadow, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of love. <laughs> Bye, Molly. Bye, Shadow. Enjoy your day. You too. You too. Bye. <laughs>
Marlene Leroux, Director, Audience Development and Education at Artscape. It's it's a wonderful idea, and I think it it, it will produce a whole lot of positive things. And, and congratulations again to Nancy and the Women's Zone team, and of course the Artscape team. Now, if you've always wanted to write, yesterday we started talking about this competition that's open to 13 and 19 year olds. It's a writing competition to write in your mother tongue and it's it's on the 21st is international mother tongue day and uh it is it is wonderful because at the same time we heard about the penguin random house creative writing short course and dr gave us some tips for what to do for the 13 to 19 year olds but here's a short course and uh uh, we talk to mike nickel who's the course instructor um in a bit after this otherwise on SAFM. I felt like ink was drying on my pen. Mike, hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Thank you for joining us and sorry for, for dropping you so many times. <laughs> Welcome right, to Otherwise. Stand rejection. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Otherwise. Mike, I'm, 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 a, I'm a dreamer. I want to believe that I've got so many stories to tell and I need to put them down on paper one day, but I just can't get started. Yes, that's exactly what we do, is help you to get started and get smarter under the, with the auspices of Penguin Random House, has these two really, really good courses, which I'm privileged to be able to teach on. One is for non-fiction writers, so that's for autobiographies or mm -hmm. biographies or memoirs, mm -hmm. and the other is for fiction, for novels. And um, there are lots of people out there who have stories and just don't know where to begin and these two courses are designed to point you in the right direction and then give you the tools to, to actually write the stuff but mike is can all of us write or are the, are the specific people how do i know i'm a writer <laughs> i think all of us can write and all of us have a story to tell i don't think that that means that we are all writers Mm. Writers are definitely a different breed and they have a talent. But I do think that there are lots of people who have the ability to write. They are literate, mm. they've read books, and they want to tell their story, whether it's just for a record for the family for future years mm. or whether it's because they've been through often a very traumatic experience and mm. there's a feeling that by putting it down in, in a computer on a piece of paper, wherever, whatever the choice is, that that's some way of getting to grips with what happened. And so I think you know, it's wrong to just dismiss ordinary people as being unable to write. They are able to write, but that does not necessarily mean that they will be published. Ah, that's, that's another story. Because That is another story. <laughs> Believe me, even for those of us who work as writers, it's still another story. <laughs> yeah, because so how short is this course and what, what, how does one prepare for it? Um, there's really no, for the creative writing course, it's a 10-week course, and there's really no need to prepare at all. All you've got to do is make sure that you've got the, the time each week of those 10 weeks to read the notes. Uh, there are some very handy exercises that you can go through. There's a very, very useful forum where uh, there are topics that are set up for discussion each each week so you can go onto the forum and you can have your say others in the group join in and those act as little tutorial rooms and they become 
highly entertaining from my point of view <laughs> and I think very instructive places because to me most of the learning actually takes place on that forum with the questions that get asked and the various answers that come up. I learn a huge amount, um, not only about writing but about people as well. I can imagine. Um, and, and that is always rewarding for me. Each week there are notes that are, um, you know, there's quite a substantial amount of notes. Over the course of the 10 weeks you will get the equivalent of a book of about 180 pages mm-hmm. of notes. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it does, you know, you, it leaves you with um, all that work that you can go back to and refer to when you need to brush up on various techniques and so on. And then each week, as I said, there are these, these little exercises you can do. And every second week, there's an assignment that is set. It's wonderful and to know that it's, it's, it's all online, right? It's have... all online. So you do it from wherever you are. And this has been an absolute boon for me because I've done it from hotels in Berlin and Paris <laughs> and on book tours. And I've done it from holidays in Meisner. And nobody knows that I'm not at home. <laughs> That's a beautiful job you have. It is, it is. No, no, no. I've been waiting for this all my life. It's just taken a hell of a long time to get there. So there's one, when one qualifies uh, or when they've reached the standard that you approve of, do, do yes. they get awarded a certificate? What, what do they get? There is certainly a certificate which Random House and Get Smarter um, present to the students. A lot of them, and I've, I've now started a private initiative because I found a lot of students suddenly found that they had learned all these skills. They'd learned not only about writing, but they'd learned how to read differently. I mean, that's one of the other important parts of the course is that it teaches you to appreciate books, Mm -hmm. I think, Mm -hmm. even more. And they they wanted to go on and be supervised through the writing of first draft of a novel or or memoir or something. So I've started a private class, which I then run, which goes over nine months. And together with a colleague, Claire Strombeck, we we guide these students through that nine months. And they come out of that with a manuscript of anything between 50 and 100,000 words, Mm. which there's no guarantee that it'll get published. But what many, many people want is they want the discipline. So they want a deadline every four weeks, for Mm. argument's sake, and they want to know that they have to present 8,000 words at the end of that time. Mm. And this, I found, has been hugely beneficial for many of them. And there are some manuscripts. We've now done that particular class for two years. And there are some manuscripts which I think will find publishers very, very shortly. So Get Smarter provides the learning tools, it provides the techniques, it provides um, a lot of the backup that people need to write. And that class then provides the discipline. And we only take people on that class who've been through the Get Smarter courses. Fantastic. So how do we people get onto this course? It's very simple. All you have to do is Google Get Smarter and up will come the website. And once you've got that, it's, it's a brilliant website. It helps you right the way through to register for the course. They have various payment options, so you don't have to put all the money down up front. You can negotiate some deal with them for the payment. And then everything is run on a a website, which is, honestly, you do not have to be tech-savvy or computer literate completely to be able to manage this thing. I'm not. I manage. Oh, that helps. It's good to know. All the students, you know, are able to navigate their way through this thing. It's designed for those among us who are not really good at computers. 
And this course is approved by Penguin Random House, huh? It is. And one of the nice things is that we that there is a selection process of particular students who may have produced work that looks like it is uh, possible, you know, that should be considered by a publisher. And these names are then forwarded to, uh, to Penguin Random House. And people have an opportunity. Six months after completing the course, you can submit a manuscript to Penguin Random House for their consideration. So that's a foot in a very, very important door because publishers these days receive a mountain of um, manuscripts, you know, weekly. And at least this way, you know that you you get it's a shortcut through. Fantastic. Thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you for your time. Enjoy wherever you are in the world, because you could be talking to me from anywhere else. I could indeed, and I (laughs) won't reveal where it is. (laughs) Thank you. Enjoy that, Mike. Thank you, Shadow. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, www.getsmarter.co.za if you are interested in a short course, a creative writing short course.